0: your nighttime goggles for night jiggling <laughs> what
1: are you recording
0: yeah oh yep cool unfortunately oh no not again <laughs> that's all i know
1: how to do ah uh, here button,
0: it goes eat hot chip and lie push button <laughs> <laughs> that's not true i don't eat hot chip i don't like spicy things no but you're so good at eating <laughs> oh, thank you. I thought you were just gonna say at eating. I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: guess. What a weird compliment. (laughs) You're so good at
0: eating. (laughs) You know, some people aren't. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) I was like, yeah, I've never had (laughs) trouble with it. (laughs) Yes, yeah, I am good at eating spicy things. I just don't enjoy it. Yeah, which is so funny. I think I just like to appear tough. Yeah. I think it overrides the I don't know. The pain receptors. I get like Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Uh,
1: After twisting my ankle a few weeks ago, I four in the morning, twisted my ankle, got up, took a bunch of ibuprofen, went back to bed Mm -hmm. because I was like, I am not dealing with this right now. Yeah, I don't have time for this. I will deal with this tomorrow after Mm -hmm. I sleep. So that made me think, do I have a high pain tolerance or a low annoyance tolerance?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you just have your priorities, right? Yeah. Like, Sleeping is above being in pain. Right.
1: I'm like, yeah, I'm in pain, but I'm not going to deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> what if <laughs> I just wasn't? Have yeah. you
0: tried not being in pain? I did. And it worked. And it worked. I slept. <laughs> I mean, a lot of it's in your brain. Not all of it, <laughs> but a lot of it.
1: Yeah. Well, anyway. Anyway. Is this a podcast? Or are we just hanging out?
0: (laughs) It's a little bit of both. We're not just hanging out. We are recording a podcast. It is called Replay Rewind. I am called Meat Wedge. I am called Bucket Snake. Yeah. By everyone who knows me. By all of our closest friends. Yes. And you guys. Who are our closest friends. Yes. Thank you. Um, I have a question for you. Oh, cool. Do you remember when you were a child having like a specific... Toy that you asked your parents for and you were like this is it this is what i want either your parents or like asking santa hmm and follow-up did you get it
1: <laughs> you know i i don't really remember um i guess that goes to show that it doesn't matter what you get your kids for christmas <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, yeah sometimes they'll remember and sometimes they won't yeah i mean you know my mom got my brother a wee and she straight up told him, I'm not oh, yeah. standing outside. I remember because it was like a Black Friday thing, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. And she's like, I'm not doing it. Yeah. I'm not a crazy person. And then she ended up doing it oh, yeah. and she got it for him. And she did the whole like. A crazy person. Yeah. She like, you know, was like hidden behind the tree. And she's like, "Whoa, what's that over there?
1: Oh, yeah. I do remember one year. I don't remember which game console it was. Maybe the Sega we got for Christmas. A lot of the bigger stuff was like for everyone. Yeah. Um, But somebody unwrapped the controller before the console Mm. and so we were like wait a
0: minute yeah Yeah, there is like an art to do you got to do it in the right yeah order yeah
1: somebody's got to be santa to make sure Mm -hmm. you get it
0: all in the right order my brother and i got our father a potato cannon
1: oh yeah because
0: his old one broke you told us about this yeah yeah so we got him first he opened a bag of potatoes (laughs) and And then he opened a bunch of aquanet hairspray (laughs) and then he was like Oh. Uh, yeah. Potato cannon. And
1: then he decided he didn't like it.
0: <laughs> he did. He loved it. It is here in the garage. Oh. We could <laughs> shoot it at any time. Lovely. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So do you have anything? I don't remember anything. Sp- I mean, I
1: remember things that I got, you know, like I got, I remember the year I got my bike because there was snow outside and I wanted to ride it anyway. And so I did. Mm-hmm. I remember, you know, we always had... The newest game console. Yeah. But that was like the whole family's present. Right. Um, But no, I don't remember like really wanting anything, like yearning mm-hmm. for a thing.
0: Yeah. Not really. Yeah. What about you? I, when I was, let's see, I was old enough that we were in the house that I spent most of my childhood in. So yeah. I was at least five, but I'm not sure exactly how old. I still believed in Santa. So huh. probably five years old. Yeah. Yeah maybe six probably 15 or 16 probably 15 or 16 um and i asked santa for a purple glow in the dark yo-yo oh that's cute and my mom was like i don't know why yeah that was your that was what you wanted like i don't know where you if you saw one or what like you just that yeah. you wanted one and she was like i couldn't find one anywhere and so they got me a purple yo-yo and a glow in the dark yo-yo and they wrote me a note from santa that was like I don't know how to do that oh <laughs> <Aww>, that's cute it's <laughs> just like I, I can still like picture this note in my head because it kind of helped like it was another like tick in the Santa Israel column because oh. I was like, I know what my parents handwriting looks like and oh. this ain't it yeah you know so it was like did your mom like write it with her left hand or something I, she wrote it in lowercase which neither of my parents ever wrote in lowercase oh. letters <laughs> they're, they're both all caps mm-hmm. people not in text message but you know like, well yeah when they write yeah they're both, yeah. So I was just like, no, no, this ain't it. Santa writes in lowercase. Santa writes in.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. That's cute. It was cute. I wonder if the, do you remember those yo-yo groups that would come to your elementary school and be like, look at how cool yo-yos are. Yeah. I wonder if that's where
0: you saw it. Maybe so. It just was like purple glow in the dark. My brother used to, he's always been a fairly private person. And when he was little, he would write his letter to Santa or he would like whisper to Santa, here's what I want. Aww. You know, my mom would be like, what did you tell Santa? And he'd be like, I- it's a secret. <gasps> and she's like, how am I supposed to get it for you? <laughs> I don't know <laughs> How am I supposed to it trick is. you? Yeah. Yeah. So he made it pretty difficult. But Aww. that's that's one thing that I remember like wanting. And then, yeah, you know, getting a l- the note, I think, was probably more yeah. special yeah, than more memorable. getting what I want. Yeah. yeah. Being like, well, but see, you know, he tried. And then yeah. he wrote me a little letter to be like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Hopefully this is, you know.
1: That's so nice, Santa. Yeah. Oh, I remember I got moon shoes one year. Do you remember those? Yeah, we had those. Yeah. I bet I really wanted those. Yeah.
0: Well, anyway, why do you ask? Because we are covering Jingle All the Way, yeah. as we've been telling you, yeah. all month. Yeah. And I don't remember a lot about this movie, but I think the point is that Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sid and Bad are both trying to get this, like, same toy that is very difficult to get. Oh, okay. And they are, you know, shenanigans ensue. Hmm. I think it's, like, a big, like, robot action figure. Okay. But I could be wrong. Yeah. Or, like, a... I don't I, remember I it's a robot at all. Yeah. I've never seen it. Yeah. I just know that those guys are in it, and they're, like, trying to get this... The same toy. toy. Yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger's gonna win in a fight. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, but like... Unless
1: Sinbad... He's just playing like a guy. ...is dressed the way Sinbad dresses, and then maybe he <laughs> distracts him. It's like, that guy's crazy. <laughs>
0: I don't want to go up against him. He's too shiny. I can't find him. I can't see him. Um, I, I, they're like all, you know, bundled up. It's cold wherever yeah. they are, yeah. so... I have no idea.
1: Is it good? I don't know. Do <laughs> you remember liking it? I've never seen it. Oh, I thought you had. No. I know I've seen it. I think... <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i mean this is definitely one of those where i'm like i there there's probably a little boy at like, i guess two little boys because they're both trying to get this toy yeah so do you think it's like a divorced dad situation one of them's gotta be right yeah. like arnold schwarzenegger Are they friends? probably no i think they're strangers oh but they just become so it's kind enemies. of like this like this guy keeps showing up oh yeah
1: why are you so obsessed with me
0: <laughs> ah, you again yeah um but i can't imagine i wonder how, what a whole movie is about i wonder
1: how it gets resolved yeah no i don't know Well, maybe arnold schwarzenegger works at a toy company yeah and he and his wife get divorced and then their son comes over for christmas and they hear something on the roof and then when they go out to sea, it's like a man <laughs> on the roof. And he's like, hey, get off the roof. And then the man falls. Yeah. But he was dressed like Santa, which is
0: weird. That's weird. I thought uh. you would say he's dressed like Sinbad. <laughs> <laughs> and then,
1: <laughs> and then you put he on becomes Sinbad's the new
0: club. Sinbad. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I knew where you were going, I still thought you were be like, he's dressed like Sinbad. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> All right. To what... whoever puts on this suit. <laughs> You get to be in Good Burger,
1: yeah. Oh my god, that would be so funny. <laughs> it's like the child version of Face Off. Arnold Schwarzenegger is Sinbad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm gonna be
0: disappointed now because it's not that. Because it's not that. I am looking forward to it because I know it's like a lot of people's. They like it a lot. Yeah. So hopefully it's good. Yeah. I don't know It it is interesting to you know watch these 20 year old classics 25 yeah, year old yeah. classics as a full grown adult be like I have no nostalgia attachment to this let's see how it goes yeah and you know
1: how what tropes mm-hmm. <laughs> will we uncover yeah <laughs> yep what inappropriate tropes <laughs> will there be yeah yeah no I'm I'm looking forward to it hopefully it doesn't suck or it sucks a lot yeah like it's either I either want it to be fun bad mm-hmm. or
0: sin bad <laughs> <laughs> or very good or very good. Very good would be nice or just just not boring. I hope it's just not yeah. like there. That was a movie. You yeah. know, this is the last one of the year. I hope that we end it on either like a good note like, oh, that I liked that way more than I thought I was going to yeah. or we just are fun suffering <laughs> one or the other. Wait, so. is this our fourth Christmas? Yeah. This is our third year. Yeah our fourth christmas movie oh, actually shit. no i
1: think we did yeah until this year we were doing four <laughs> every month which is wild yeah so we did muppet christmas carol we did both the home alones and mm-hmm. we did santa claus the yeah. santa claus and now the yeah so this is well, And last year we did a christmas story oh yeah so yeah this is the fourth yeah it's so the Whoa. fourth
0: Christmas. It's the like eighth Christmas movie that we've
1: done. Well, yeah, but I just mean but, uh, in the cave.
0: Yeah. Fourth Christmas in the cave. We should get a tree this year. Oh, where would it go? <laughs> would a be, little one. That would be cute though. It would be. Um, yeah. Uh, that's uh, That's all I got. Okay, cool. Let's go watch it. Okay.
1: a fucking chaotic movie
0: yeah it is it is it's just chaos the whole time
1: yeah and not just the story but like visually mm-hmm. there's just a lot of chaos with like the camera angles mm-hmm. are either like up high or down low yeah and like or zoomed in or like
0: they're moving fast there's a like lot it's a of quick
1: zoom movement
0: yeah. yeah yeah there's so many shelves being knocked over or yeah. displays of stuff like continually throughout this movie like yeah
1: there's a lot of bright stuff being knocked over like, yeah,
0: yeah it's very bright and colorful
1: dancing yeah it's just chaotic yeah i was like i need an eyeball break
0: yeah from <laughs> stare this. stare at a blank wall for 15 minutes
1: yeah so let me listen instead of look
0: <laughs> for a minute that's a lot yeah so it starts with an explosion woohoo and then we see this befreckled child, helpfully being like, "Look, it's Turbo Man and Booster." Ooh! And then, <laughs> and then we see some grown men and plastic helmets flying around, and like a dog-looking thing. I guess he's supposed to be a tiger. I don't know. He's hot know. pink. Yeah. In, like very pink, very furry suit. And it's a very like Power Rangers-looking show. Yeah. Which like the things that I researched were like it was meant to be like, especially yeah. the bad guys, just are very like, hey, me, 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 Power Rangers.
1: Yeah, bad all, guy,
0: generic. Again,
1: everybody's bright and shiny mm-hmm. in spandex suits and you know oversized fists mm-hmm. and boots and brains. Yeah, and One guy's brain is huge. Movements very mm-hmm. exaggerated. Yeah, yeah.
0: So this is it is like a TV show that we're watching, and Turbo Man is the hero, and we see he can fly with his jetpack, and he has turbo discs, and he has a turbo ring. Okay, that he throws and you obviously can't just it comes put back. turbo on everything, <laughs> oh, but you can. <laughs> and then we see outside of the TV in real life, a small child is watching this, and he's just so excited. Turbo Man did it again; he saved the day! Hooray! And this little kid yeah. is Jake Lloyd, mm-hmm. who played Baby Anakin, yeah, in the Star Wars movies. But well, the first Star Wars movie,
1: yeah, Episode One. Yeah, he looks like the same size but episode one didn't come out until a few
0: years later right yeah a couple i think 2000 or oh, yeah. maybe well, i'm not sure so he's uh, he i saw it in theaters but i don't quite remember didn't him. get any bigger he's 5'5 five oh five.
1: he didn't get very
0: much bigger at <laughs> all <little> guy. <laughs> yeah and he's like very angry he's been arrested for like oh no beating people he's just like an angry looking dude he <laughs> did not want to be in the star wars me- i remember watching him on the Rosie O'Donnell show of all places oh. and she was like are you excited to be in Star Wars do you like Star Wars and he was like not really so he was angry then and oh, then shit. he quit acting after Star Wars and he was like I got bullied all the time which apparently was just like him at school and people were, like making lightsaber noises at him that's okay which is like we, you could have just gone in school but like yeah what's up it's me Anakin Skywalker yeah, but just, it was because the prequels like flopped so hard and then leaded. people were like haha you were in them and it was just like I mean,
1: I guess they flopped, but, like, kids loved them. I loved them. I saw the movie, like, three or four times in the theater. It wasn't yeah. until I rewatched it as an adult that I was like, this is stupid. Yeah,
0: and he does a great job. And, like, yeah. the pod racing scene, very cool. So, I don't know. I just think he was angry when he was eight. Yeah. <laughs> I think he stayed angry forever. Well, he you know, so. he was
1: too old to become a Jedi, and that's why. It's true. He turned into Darth Vader. Oh, spoilers. Oh. Oh, so sorry. Anyway... His name is Jamie. Yes. In this movie. And his mom walks in and tells him to go get changed because they're leaving soon. Jamie doesn't want to leave because his dad isn't home yet. And he says, dad's probably going to miss me getting my belt because he misses everything. And his mom tries to reassure him and be like, no, he'll be there. He's just at work. You know. Yeah. You know, you know, your dad paying all the
0: bills. Right. I'm sure he's (laughs) working very hard. Yeah. And then we cut to this Christmas party where the champagne is flowing. There are Christmas cookies everywhere. There's like a huge buffet. It looks nice. Yeah. Very nice looking Christmas party. And dad is actually working really hard. I thought this was going to be a Scott Calvin situation. They're partying. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like, I'm not at home. Who cares about my kid? But he is. He's the only one who's still working. Well, him and his secretary. And he's he's up in his office overlooking this giant very sparse looking mattress Mm -hmm. warehouse
1: that's because he sold them all
0: i guess (laughs) number one customer four beds in there and then enough room for like a conga line and everybody's like partying and (laughs) stuff and also just like big huge squares of like solid like red and green and yellow it's just very like 90s primary blocky colors too bright so he's working really hard. He's taking a lot of calls, treating all of his customers really well, ending every phone call with, don't forget, you're my number one customer. Yeah. And then his secretary comes in and with file folders that she's written on is like, don't forget Jamie's karate class, 20 minutes. He's like, yeah, hey, I'll be there. Shoo, 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 shoo.
1: Yeah. She has them like cue cards. Mm -hmm. if somebody did that to me i would read them out loud to the person i was talking to (laughs) i would not be able to read that and have a conversation
0: right thank you mr nakamura you said you do that 30 minutes ago oh (laughs) not you i'm sorry
1: (laughs) so his wife calls and he says yep i'm leaving right now and don't forget you're my number one customer Mm -hmm. and then he's like oh shit sorry right she seems upset about it but i'm like that's funny
0: it is funny but you know, I understand, too, yeah. like, you work so hard that you can't even separate your family from your work life, whatever. So,
1: in this conversation, too, we learn that dad's name is Howard and mom's name is Liz. Yeah. So, Howard leaves to go to the karate class, but what? Traffic? No way. Not in whatever city they're in.
0: No way. Yeah. They are in the twins. They're just, like, in the generic Twin Cities, Minnesota. They're not, like... yeah. In one or the other, and actually all the cops, like, little badges on their jackets say, Twin Cities Police, which, like, they have their own police systems, but yeah. in the, for the movie, they were just like, we're in one of them. Could we're be We're in any. both at the same time.
1: Yeah. So. So at the karate class, we see that a man named Ted is sitting with Liz, and all of the ladies love Ted. He's, like, surrounded by women. Yeah. And they're like... Ted, thank you so much for fixing my garage
0: door. Right, and I made you this plate of cookies. Some other lady's like,
1: Ted, can you come look at my porch light?
0: <laughs> yeah, and he is, he's just kind of looking at, at first I thought that this was her brother. Like, that's kind of the feel that yeah, you get, very, that they're, like, like, close, they're sitting yeah. next to each other, like, physically very close, but also, like, very comfortable with each other. And he's videotaping the class, which I was like, maybe he's doing it, you know, yeah, because it's his nephew or whatever. But right. we learned that his son also has is also in this class. And he's the neighbor. I think we learned that later. But so then everybody comes out, all the little kids, Jamie's in his little uniform, which I was like, what do they call that? A gi? No, that's butter. But I was right. It is a gi. But then I learned because I was like, I want to make sure. And according to this dude on YouTube, the Japanese don't use the word gi by itself. You have to have something in front of it, like karate gi or judo gi. Like it's, you can't just say like, he's like, yes, gi does mean uniform kind of, but it needs the word to explain. It's really awkward if you say it like all by itself. So if you ever took karate, listener, and they just called it a gi, now you know that that was incorrect. It should have been a karate gi. And yep, that's, we've learned so much already.
1: (laughs) So back in his car, Howard has decided, you know what? The shoulder is empty. The emergency lane. Nobody there. Maybe if I just drive on that. And he's driving along, chuckling to himself, like, (laughs) I'm the first person to think of this. I can't believe all those idiots sitting there until he passes a motorcycle cop and he gets pulled over, of course. Mm -hmm. And he tries to explain to the cop, he's like, I'm so sorry. I just, you know, I'm about to miss my son's karate class. And the cop is like, oh, I'm so sorry. I would hate to inconvenience you. Yeah,
0: is something about my performance inconveniencing your life? I would hate for that. And he's just like, why don't you step out of the car? So then we see Jamie performing all his tasks and getting his purple belt, but looking for his dad the whole time. Everything that he does, you know, he's just looking. And he's not there. Uh, His dad is on the side of the road performing a field sobriety test. Yeah, a very lengthy one. Uh, yeah, Like, the cop is clearly drawing it out to make him even later. Absolutely. And then Howard finally pulls up to the school, but everyone is gone. He didn't make it. Well, yeah. he does.
1: I guess he doesn't have a clock in his car either. Right? <laughs> like, how long do you think this thing is? It's dark. Yeah. So, back at home, Ted, who now we realize is a neighbor, is up on the roof installing Christmas lights for Howard. But Howard's like, Ted, why are you on my roof installing lights? And Ted's like, hey, don't worry about it. I saw you didn't have any up. I just was trying to help. Also, I'm sad that you missed the karate class, but I got it all on video for you. Mm-hmm. And Howard fake smiles and is <laughs> like, thank you, Ted. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Howard goes in and tries to talk to Jamie, but Jamie's mad. He like goes back to watching TV where a Turbo Man commercial comes on and it's like, the Turbo Man doll does all of these things, you know, talks and has... Its own discs and whatever and he keeps trying to talk to him so jamie goes up to his room shuts the door in his dad's face which then he goes in anyway and just he's like okay new tactic like tries to joke with him really awkward it's really awkward and really uncomfortable and jamie just continues to ignore him and he finally stops being silly and apologizes for real and is like how can i make it up to you is there something special that i can do just for you and then jamie's like You know, is there some, like, toy that you really want for Christmas? And Jamie's like, don't worry, Santa's got it covered. I already wrote to him and told him that I want the Turbo Man action figure. And he's like, everyone I know is getting one. And if you don't have one, you're a real loser. And Howard's
1: like, well, you don't have to worry about that at all. Because you, I would never let that happen. Yeah, I'm totally going to get you one, buddy. I don't know if you noticed in this scene, but he picks up the karate belt Mm -hmm. that, that Jamie had gotten. And he puts it around his own waist. Yeah, and it fits. Yeah, he like it's. He
0: tries to, but it doesn't quite. He, then he ties it around his head. Yeah,
1: but then he ties it around his head. But I was like, "You're a full-grown man. Why are your waist <laughs> the size of a seven-year-old?" Dorito shaped. He's I, got a teeny yeah. tiny
0: little Mr. Incredible figure.
1: I yeah. I was <laughs> like, I mean, I know that he's like a you know bodybuilder type guy, mm-hmm. but you don't really. I mean, I don't, anyway, think of his proportions while he's wearing, like, clothes. Yeah, that's true. But then he did that, and I was like, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, and also, I mean, you know, the, I'm sure that the belts that they got for the kids are, like, one size fits all. They're just yeah, like, get the biggest sure. size so that we're not like, oh, sorry, yours is too small for you. Mm. Rather be too big. But, yeah, it is. he's just a good tiny little waist. Yeah, I guess so. There's not a lot of body fat on that man. Uh, probably none. Yeah.
1: <laughs> So later we see that Howard is telling Liz, you know, we were having a really good time. It was great. We were coloring. We were drawing. We were best friends, which is such a weird conversation. Like, do husbands and wives talk like that? It just felt very fake.
0: Yeah, and to be... Because we don't get the impression that they don't connect. Jamie wants his dad around yeah. all the time. So this, like, he's not a stepdad, you know, right. that, like, just yeah. showed up to yeah. the picture. It's a stepdad conversation. Absolutely. Of, like, you should have seen us. We were bonding. It's like, this is your son. Yeah. You've been bonding. Yeah. Hopefully. Unless you're just at the mattress store all the time. I don't know. So, I don't know. It's weird. But yeah,
1: so Turbo Man comes up and he's like, yeah, he loves that thing. And Liz says... And you already got it, right? Because I asked you two weeks ago to get it. Mm-hmm. And Howard is like, dramatic zoom. Yeah. It goes right into his eyeballs. Right up to his face. He says, ha ha ha. Of course I got it. Ha ha ha. <laughs> and then they go to bed and she's like, good, because by now you probably can't get one. Oh, yeah. Because it's the day before Christmas Eve. Yes. And they're going to sleep. So it's basically Christmas Eve. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, she's like, good night. Yeah. And then they just...
0: He freaks out all yep. over it's got like the the spotlight on just his eyes yeah he like looks up at the camera bum so, bum. <laughs> the next morning we see jb in his turbo man pajamas eating turbo man cereal that turbo man cereal looks like the
1: miniature ritz crackers <laughs> in milk i was like what the fuck is that That's so
0: gross yeah I'm sure they found something that was like, it can't look like any recognizable yeah. cereal. So yeah, throw some Ritz crackers and some milk. Don't eat it, Jamie. It's disgu- Jake, no, don't eat that. Yeah, That's disgusting. Ugh. But so Howard is like, just tries to kind of like, okay, bye. I'll see you. I'll see you guys later. You know, puts his coat on, tries to leave real fast. But Liz is like, you cannot be leaving to go to work. It's Christmas Eve. Like, yeah. I'm putting my foot down here. He's like, I'm not going to work. I just have to go to the office to pick up the turbo man doll because that's where it is and i left it there the d-o-l-l as if his child isn't old enough to spell right he's not two no (laughs) and she's like oh okay that yeah that's totally fine you know hurry back but jamie's like dad don't forget about the parade the wintertainment parade is later today and we go every year yeah and he's like well mom and i go you don't go. You didn't go last year. And you didn't go the year before. But maybe this year you'll go. Yeah. Can you go, please? And Howard promises he's going to be there. And he goes outside and gets in his car. And outside we see Ted, the neighbor, has a reindeer for his son for yep. Christmas.
1: Because he really likes to, you know, he says, can never overdo it when it comes to making Christmas special for the kids. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Howard just leaves. He's like, okay, whatever, you <laughs> fucking weirdo.
0: Yeah. The reindeer tries to bite him. Yeah, and He's like, he's so nice. It's weird. He just doesn't like you, I guess. And he's like, okay, I'm leaving. Okay.
1: So at the toy store, it hasn't opened yet. And there are a ton of people out front waiting to get in. And Howard pushes his way to the front. But the store manager is just standing there, like holding up a clock, basically. Being Mm -hmm. like, it's two more minutes. Mm -hmm. And then the people that he pushed
0: past push him back to the back.
1: But then he's now he's next to Sinbad in his mailman outfit.
0: Yeah. And Sinbad's like yelling at the crowd. He's like, Hey, he's just a dad trying to get a kid for his or trying to get a toy for his kid. You know, let him and he's yeah. like, You can have cuts, man. Come stand next to uh, me. Which like at first Howard's like, That's so nice, and then immediately regrets it because Myron Larrabee is this mailman's name, does not stop talking. No. And not only does he not stop talking, he starts yelling. Yeah. And like physically like pushing Howard and turning him around yeah, he's and like, like smacking him on the arm. Yeah, about how it's
1: all a racket and we, the cartoons, like, hypnotize our kids to make us work harder to buy them toys and, yeah.
0: Yeah, he says, now I gotta get this goofy butt toy, <laughs> which is a really funny way of, like, censoring that. Yeah. Some fruity robot named Turtle Man. Yeah. Which Howard's like, oh, it's Turbo Man, that's why I'm here. And Myron's just like, oh, great, we're best friends now. Yeah. Because, yeah, he's just, he's you know, he's like, I have to come out here the last minute because this is the busiest time of year for me and everybody's sending these letters people they don't care about (laughs) and i gotta send this alimony check to a woman who slept with everyone in the post office but me he's like screaming at this point everybody's looking at him yeah and he's, like, yeah, pushing Howard around. And then he gets so upset, he, like, grabs a woman and kind of, like, chokes her for a little bit. Yeah, he's like, if I ever saw that man, I would just choke him till his eyes popped out. Yeah. She doesn't look too upset, so she's just kind of like, whatever. Like, she's, uh, yeah. she just looks more like, sir. But not like she's in physical pain. Um, And nobody stops him. Yeah. They all just stand there and watch this happen until, like... Howard is like, let her go. And then he's like, oh, yeah, sorry. And somebody is like, what's your problem, man? Yeah. It's like, you
1: just stood there. And
0: watched him,
1: yeah, try to murder that woman. Yeah. But anyway, this door finally opens and everyone runs in and tramples the manager because mm-hmm. he made a mistake by standing there. Yeah, she stood by the doors. Yeah. To unlock him and run away. But of course, the Turbo Man dolls are all sold out.
0: Yeah. Like, hella sold out. Yeah. Not like, oh, people who were there before him grab some. Like, yeah. the sign... the. Shelves are all empty and they have signs hung on them that say sold out. Yeah. Like, they've been gone. Yep. And we see a young Chris Parnell <laughs> and Howard's like, do you have any more in the back? And it's like, man, if they did, they they'd would be bring out them here. Out. Yeah. But then everyone in the store just starts laughing
1: at them. Yeah. They're like, oh, you're looking for a turbo man? <laughs> hey, look at this guy. He's looking for a turbo man. <laughs> oh, this idiot.
0: And everyone is just like, wow. Mm-hmm. Good job. What a terrible dad. Yeah. So Howard grabs these two store clerks who are laughing at him and is very menacing looking at them. So Chris Parnell says, the last one just left the store. A woman had it on layaway. She was wearing a fur coat. Yep. Which is like, oh, okay. Go send this giant beefy man after a woman who planned ahead and paid for her purchase. Great idea. And they don't know this, but she's already been strangled today. Yeah. (laughs)
1: It's
0: the same lady that Myron tried to strangle. Yep. But so he takes off trying to find her. But then Myron clocks him with his mailbag and, like, takes him out. Yep. And takes off running. So then Howard gets up, grabs an RC car from a kid, drives it over, and, like, trips up Myron with it. Yeah. So he falls down. But then... Letters going everywhere. Right. Pauses real quick to be an asshole about it. You know, like, laugh at him while he's laying on the ground. And then runs out into the street to try and stop this woman, but she drives off. Yeah. So he's just standing in the middle of the road. Good. And then we get a big old Toy Story montage. They're sold out all over the place. Who would have guessed? Yep. He's calling places, you know, looking through the phone book. There's about a thousand toy stores in this Twin area cities. that he lives in. So that's nice. Yeah. But he's calling them up. He's driving. Everybody is laughing.
1: He also doesn't have a cell phone because it's, you know, 1996. Mm-hmm. So he just keeps stopping at pay phones to call places. Yeah. Which I was like, that's nice. That's charming.
0: <laughs> Not for him. He's like, I wish I had a phone in my pocket.
1: Back at the house, Liz is baking Christmas cookies while the boys fight in the living room over who gets to be Turbo Man when they play pretend. So the boys being Jamie and the neighbor kid. Johnny. Johnny. Yeah. So Ted's son. Mm -hmm. Ted is there and is being weird. Yeah. So weird. So weird. He stands too close to Liz. Mm -hmm. He tells her to go take a shower. She's like, no, I'm fine. And then he takes her apron off for her.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, too friendly there, bud. Re- doesn't even turn her around. He reaches around her and like yeah. hugs her waist to untie mm. it from the back and like makes a really gross face that like she can't see. Yeah. And then he burns himself because he's like, I got it all handled. Sugar cookies. You know, just put them in there until they're golden brown. Whatever. And then he like picks one up to eat it. And it's like, oh, fuck. That's hot. <laughs> so I'm like, good. You should burn yourself, Tid. And then Howard calls his own house. Ted answers and it's like, Langston Residence, Ted speaking. He's like, Ted, what are you doing in my house? Yeah. And he's just like, oh, I'm just helping Liz out. You know, she's baking cookies. And then he's like, oh, these cookies. I'm it's eating like, your yeah. wife's cookies. I'm going to get the recipe. And he's like, you put the cookie down now. <laughs> Those are my cookies. <laughs> she's like, just put Liz on the phone. And he's like, I think she's in the shower. Do you want me to go check? He's like, no, I don't want you to go check. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he's so weird. God. But so Howard hangs up after yelling at Ted and guess who else is there?
0: Myron at his house? no
1: at the payphone oh that makes more sense (laughs) and Myron apologizes about hitting Howard and then suggests you know maybe we should team up we could be uh, Thelma and Louise we could be uh, Tina and Ike no wait Tina left we could be (laughs) uh, you know we could be a good team yeah divide and conquer we'll get it done we'll find a turbo man yeah Howard's like yeah I mean you know I like you Fine, but no, I, I'm fine.
0: Yeah, I think this is something I want to do myself. <laughs> and
1: then Byron says, Oh, I understand that. You're a racist. Yeah, that's what Jesse James was talking about. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but then somebody runs past them and is like, They got a late delivery of Turbo Man at Toy Works. Yeah. Which is a weird thing to yell at strangers as you run past them. I yeah, mean, I guess you're being helpful, but one, you don't even know that these dudes are, I guess maybe if they were all in the same store together. Right. But like, just it to is be like, weird to just run through the streets. Oh, wait, shipment of Turbo Man!
1: Yeah, I wouldn't tell anyone.
0: Yeah, because then there's competition. What yeah. if they cut you off in line? But anyway, he does it. So they are stoked. They run to their cars. Myron is struggling with the door of his mail yeah. truck. And Howard's like in his car. He does like a running leap and unlocks at the same time. Yeah. He's just like, yeah, gets in there. and I'm then going. Backs up into a police motorcycle. Oh,
1: weird. I wonder wonder which
0: cop that could be. I mean, it's such a big city. It's probably There's not two the of same them, actually. One. Yeah. yeah it's got to be a different guy. No, it's the same one. Wow, oh,
1: bummer. Classic. What are the odds? Classic.
0: <laughs> yeah. So he's like, great. Well,
1: I'm boned. Never getting out of this. Yeah. He gives him another ticket. And as that is happening, we see Myron drive away laughing. Mm hmm. So Howard finally. Gets to the mall, off to Toy Works. Yeah, and there's a man using like the recorder toy, like the microphone and little speaker to address the crowd. And he says, "Yes, we did get a small shipment of Turbo Man dolls. We and they have these like bucket of numbered balls, like bingo mm-hmm. balls." And they're like, we're gonna hand them out, and we'll do this lottery style. If your number is called, you'll get a Turbo Man. Oh, and by the way, the price has doubled. Yeah, many people are like, that's illegal, right? But nobody leaves. Nope. <laughs> and <laughs> this is what you gotta do. The store clerks are trying to hand the balls out in an orderly fashion, but people are being Shoving animals about and it. Grabbing, yeah. yeah. And so they just throw them into the crowd. Yeah, which of course leads to a fight.
0: Right. But they're like, well, we don't have to be a part of it. Yeah. So Yeah. There's this big scramble at the front of the store to grab a bunch of them. And Howard finally gets a hold of one. But then Myron pepper sprays him in the face and takes it away from him. Which is like, you know, there are others bouncing around, man. Just grab one of those. Well, he's mad. Yeah, that's true. But then Howard tells the crowd, hey, Myron, that guy over there, he grabbed two of them. So they all go attack him. And the ball goes bouncing away. And Howard goes chasing after it. And this is the bounciest ball in the world because it travels about a thousand feet. Yeah. It it just keeps going down off of this. I mean, it got some momentum on the escalator, I guess, but it gets very far away.
1: But he finally almost gets it. But then it like falls through a crack down to a story below and lands in a kid's lap. So he's like going down the elevator, chasing the kid through a playground that he somehow fits through because he's tiny, but also big. Right. And he lands face first in the ball pit and he's trying to convince the little girl to give him the ball. He's like, look, I have this ball. Give Mm -hmm. me that ball. And she's like, (laughs) she just puts the ball in her mouth. Yeah. And so he's like, what? Yeah. (laughs) He's like freaking out. And then a bunch of moms see him in the ball pit and call him a pervert and just start hitting him with their purses.
0: Mm -hmm. They're like
1: wrapping paper tubes.
0: It's just making a noise. (laughs) Get out of here. So as he's walking away, there's a mall Santa who's taking a break. And he's like, hey, psst, get over here. <laughs> you know, did you? I heard you want a Turbo Man doll. And he's like, I'm not sitting on your lap. <laughs> but he's like, no, I know where you can get one. You know, and then he shows Howard a Polaroid of his elf holding a Turbo Man doll in that day's newspaper. And Howard's like, oh, shit. OK, you, you actually have one. At least you had one this morning. Yeah. How much do you want for it? But he's like, wait. You know, just do deals out in the middle. You know, in the open, man. That's not how this works. Like, come yeah. on. Let's. I'll There's take like you a to ball a place. Cop that walks by. Yeah, and he's like, oh, hello, officer. So Santa drives him to what looks like a storage unit or it's some like sort a big of big warehouse. Where it's weird because there are like a. The outside looks like a storage unit. There are a bunch of doors close together. But yeah. But when he opens it, the inside is very big. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on. But it's full of Santas and elves. And at this point, I realized that the mall Santa that brought him here is Jim Belushi. Yeah. Because he, like, finally pulls his. Yeah. Because I I saw his name in the opening credits. And I was like, where is he? Here he is. James. It's James Belushi. So Howard's a little unsure of this venture because he's like, this is illegal. You know, you guys, what you're doing here is not. And the Santa's like, hey, you either want this or you don't. You know, this is a service that we provide and you're free to walk away. But he's like, also, it's $300. (laughs) So he gives the elf $300 in cash, and he gets the doll, which is wrapped, but he very smartly opens it right away, which, like, the Belushi elf is like, Santa,
1: yeah. they're both just like, nah, nah, nah you don't it need don't, to open nah, that. don't open it. It's already
0: wrapped. And he gives it a little squeeze, and it says, you know, it's Turbo Time, but in Spanish. Yeah. And he's like, it's the multilingual version. It's educational. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously you want this. Yeah. And then he opens the box, which again, they're like, no, 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 no. The head and the arm like just fall out. And he's like, uh, so you got to put it together yourself.
1: Whatever. <laughs> Some assembly required.
0: But now he's mad. Yeah. And he starts fighting all of the Santas until a very big Santa comes to get him. He's and I was like, so big. This is definitely a professional wrestler. Yeah. And it is. It's big show. Oh, yeah. Back when he was billed as the giant. Did you know when they first introduced him to pro wrestling, they billed him as Andre the Giant's son? Oh. Well. Yeah that's well, adorable that's cute i know he's six eleven and three quarters oh <laughs> just almost made i know like come on just let him have it if he weren't bald they'd probably say he was seven feet that's tall, true He's very bald oh that's cute I he know. could have been
1: giant junior
0: yeah well they did it for a little while they're think like, they were like you guys look nothing alike and then he became his own his own guy so anyway more santa fighting and then tony the elf who's been there the whole time tases howard and he goes down yeah and then the cops raid the place and all the santas get arrested and we see howard still like recovering from getting tased and dogpiled by all the santas so he's slow to get up and a detective's like yelling at him who are you buddy and while he's standing up howard sees a fake badge (laughs) in this like pile of toys and he grabs it and bluffs his way out of the situation he's just like i've been tailing these guys for two years and you just come in here this is the sloppiest bus i've ever seen you know and he's like oh sorry sir go arrest somebody
1: (laughs) so on the drive home howard of course runs out of gas right there on the bridge and he has to push the car luckily he's huge he (laughs) makes it to a diner which has a sign out front that's like somebody's a diner and it's like free
0: parking yeah oh good thank goodness i guess it's like a kind of a landmark in like minneapolis or st paul one oh, of those cities you yeah. know? so they were like hey we're here you know like yeah they were just kind of giving it a shout out sure
1: that's cute mm-hmm. so back in the neighborhood all of the kids are petting the reindeer that ted has brought who he has named ted well johnny named the reindeer ted so he's Ted Jr., I guess. I don't know. And all of the <laughs> wives from the neighborhood are there heading on Ted. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jamie is jealous that Ted is so attentive because he's like, Johnny, your dad is just like so cool and just like always doing stuff. And Johnny's like, well, my dad didn't used to be so great until my parents got divorced. Maybe your parents should
0: get divorced. Yeah, <laughs> your dad will spend more time with you. I was like, what an interesting take on that. That's true. Especially when you're like eight years old, you know, yeah. you're like, here's what I know. You get two Christmases. You yep. get two birthdays. Yeah. My dad spends more time with me now. Yeah. So honestly, that's better. Especially if they weren't happy beforehand. Yeah.
1: Might be better. So Jamie runs to his house and goes inside just as the phone starts ringing. And it's his dad. And he's like, let me talk to your mom. And Jamie says, you can't. She's next door petting Ted. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and Jamie asks if he's going to be home for the parade. And he says, yes. Yes. I will, but please get your mother on the phone. But Jamie just like can't let it go. Mm-hmm. He says, you you promised that you were going to be here, but you've been gone all day. And if you make a promise, you should keep it. That's what Turbo Man says. Mm-hmm. And then Howard is like, I don't care about Turbo Man. I've headed up to here with Turbo Man. Just let me talk to your mom. Yeah. And then Jamie starts crying and says, you don't know anything about keeping promises. You never do anything you say you're going to do. And then he hangs up. Yeah, just as Liz
0: walks in and she's like, damn it, Howard. (laughs) So then we're back at the diner and sad Howard orders a cup of coffee and Myron is also there sitting in a booth and he's like, hey, don't get mad at me. Sorry I pepper sprayed you in the face. But Howard is like, I'm a bad dad. Not because I couldn't get this Turbo Man doll. He'll get over that. But because I yelled at my kid because I'm stressed. Yeah, I'm a bad father. And then he like reminisces about this time where he tried to do something special and he built him a clubhouse and he was like i was the hero jamie was so excited about it but he's like now look at me i'm pathetic i can't do anything right you know just feel what have i become the clubhouse story was pretty cute
1: yeah it's like and it was great it was perfect i mean the door was askew and the roof (laughs) didn't fit right but like Jamie was so excited
0: we even had to eat Christmas dinner in there yeah it's like
1: that's so cute
0: I know and it makes me happy because later on in the movie we see it's still in their backyard and it still has like yeah drawings that Jamie has mm-hmm. done recently in it so he still hangs out yeah. in there which made me happy I was like I hope this little kid isn't somebody who's like yeah that, that was yesterday you know yeah. like I'm over it but so Myron is like yeah actually he's gonna be fucked up forever <laughs> because of this and what you've done because he had a situation like that with his dad where he never forgave his father. He had a specific toy that he wanted and he didn't get it for me. And I was just like, great. My dad is just another reason for my dad to let me down yeah. again. And um, he's like, also, my the little kid next door wanted the same gun and he got it. And he's a billionaire now. And I didn't <laughs> look at me. I'm a loser with no future. Yep. And then Howard pictures Jamie dressed up in like Myron's little mailman outfit with like the floppy eared hat and everything yeah and he's like hey dad and takes a swig of his old forester like right out of the bottle is like well back to slinging mail and he's like (laughs) oh god my son's future oh no this little boy in this giant hat is so adorable
1: sinbad really does have the nicest teeth he does and we see them even closer up later and yeah like they're so beautiful. They're Perfect. they're all perfectly white. They're all the same size. Yeah. Like, and when he smiles, you can see, like, all of them. Yeah. And usually that would be annoying. Right.
0: But it's not. For some reason, and you're just like, yeah. Yeah. So nice. Look <laughs> at his beautiful teeth.
1: So just then, in the diner, the radio says, hey, if you're looking for a Turbo Man doll, call the radio station and be the first caller to correctly identify all eight of Santa's reindeer. Mm-hmm. And so... There's a payphone in the diner and Howard goes and calls and gets through. But as soon as the guy answers to be like, hey, what's your answer? Myron reaches in and like pulls the cord out of the wall. Yeah. And it's like, why? Yeah. I'll, you weren't you going to get it. Exactly. You're just preventing yeah. me
0: from getting it now. Yeah. Like if there were two or whatever, yeah. or if he was on a different phone, you know, if there were two... Right. next to each other and he also was calling no, like, and was like nope but he, he just, just it's just spiteful he just stops him from doing it yeah. especially after this whole speech that he gave about i guess i guess he thinks no i don't even know i don't either because i gonna say like if he stops howard from getting it but he has no chance of getting it himself not this right. one yeah it's So rude. anyway the guy at the diner is like look the radio station building is like just two blocks down the road yeah. you could just go there so they take off running and we see Myron, <laughs> like, he's lagging behind yeah. because he is soft. Yeah. Um, and but he's, he's probably
1: great at walking.
0: Oh, yeah. You know, he's a mailman. Killer calves. Absolutely. But not running. But on top, very soft. Yeah. But he's just chucking letters and stuff out of he's his bag. to lighten the load. The whole way. <laughs> and then he he pulls out a package and throws it at Howard, which I'm like, why is he lugging this bag around? Just set it down. Can't you can't be idiot. working while doing all of yeah, this Yeah, anyway. you're not getting anything done. Yeah. I don't think they even deliver on Christmas Eve. So, like, you're good. Just yeah. put the bag down. I don't know. But So Howard makes it to the radio station and runs right to the DJ booth. <laughs> and he's, like, banging out the whole way. He's going, Dasher, Dancer. You know, Dasher, Dancer. Under blitzing you know yeah. repeating them so he doesn't forget and he's banging on the door i got the answer let me in and the dj like calls 911 you know there's a crazy person outside so then howard kicks his way into like smashes the glass yeah it's a, just a glass door kicks his way yeah. into the booth telling him the names of the reindeer over and over again and he's like i did it i got them right give me the doll and the dj is like what no you just you can't do
1: that Yeah. And then Myron busts in all sweaty and is like, okay, give me the dollar. I'll blow up this whole building with this bomb I've been carrying around just in case I needed it. Yeah. And Howard's like, you built a bomb? Right. And Myron's like, no, they just come through the mail all the time. So I kept one in case I needed it. Come on. Don't you watch the news? Yeah. This is clearly a bomb. How How does he know what they look like on the outside? So Howard tries to calm him down, but it's not working because in fact, he gets more worked up and throws the package which everybody like takes cover, mm-hmm. but nothing happens. And so Howard opens it and he sees it's just a music box playing jingle bells. Yeah. So they all start yelling at each other again. And then DJ is like, y'all think that there's a doll here, but there's not. Like, I just have a gift certificate that you can take to the store for whenever they get more in. Yeah. And they're both so mad that they're about to beat him up <laughs> when they finally hear police sirens approaching. And Myron's mm-hmm. like, all right, let's get out of here. But me first. And <laughs> just like throws Howard into the wall. There's so many things just fall like yeah. shelves, displays, this DJ's tapes. Yeah. Just everywhere. Just so much clattering. So many things clattering to the floor. And Myron tries to get in the elevator, but it's full of cops. Yep. So Howard takes the opportunity to go down a different hallway to get to the stairs and to take those inside the elevator. But guess who's there? Who? His favorite motorcycle cop. Oh, no. Everybody's favorite cop.
0: (laughs) Who leads him. The cop leads him down the hallway to the elevator. Yeah. So they're all kind of standing around in a group. Yeah. So now Myron pulls another package out of his bag and does the whole bomb routine again. But it does work because it gets all the cops to put down their guns and let him and Howard go, which Mm -hmm. Myron gets in the elevator. Howard goes down the back stairs and once they've gotten away the motorcycle cop like picks up the package and he's like it's just a package I worked on the bomb squad for 10 years you know we've been duped yeah but what are you gonna do but then he opens the wrapping and it explodes which it's a very like cartoon explosion where we cut back to him and his face is all covered in char and everybody's fine but like it's a big explosion yeah they hear it from all the way out on the street yeah Yeah. because we see Myron walking away he goes
1: that was actually a bomb it's a sick world we live in (laughs)
0: Uh, But But I think Howard made it off with the gift certificate Because he he was holding it
1: He did get the gift certificate and he has a can of gas now Mm -hmm. But once he gets back to the diner He sees that uh, The tires and the doors and the hood And all the important parts of a car Have been removed Yeah And so (laughs) Someone spray painted Mary Xmas on the windshield But they spelled it (laughs) M-I-R-Y
0: Mary Xmas Wow Yeah So Back at home, he's had his car towed and gets dropped off by the tow truck driver, which I saw a couple different things that were like, did you know the lady who's driving the tow truck and tells him that he has to be a character in his own story is both. And I was like, I did not see that scene. Did I miss a scene? Yeah, it was referenced a couple times, but I didn't. He's just dropped off and he's like, thanks. Yeah. So I guess there's a scene somewhere where he like talks to this woman and she's like telling him he has to be more a part of his own life or something. Oh, weird. So I was like. That sounds nice, I guess. And apparently, she's like it was huh. like a little cameo. I was like, yeah. well, she wasn't in the version that I watched. No, me so neither. Anyway, yeah. through the window, he sees Ted is putting the star on top of Howard's Christmas mm. tree because he once again he's in their home trying to take over. On his wife. Yeah, and then Liz walks into the room and asks Ted, you know, what are you doing? And he's like, well, I'm putting the star up because you have this beautiful tree, but the star's not on it, silly and howard has just had enough he's been beat up several times he thought he was going to get blown up with yeah. a bomb he's got swindled out of 300 dollars. his car's been destroyed he's just there's ted doing his job in his own home oh which is like this wouldn't have happened if you'd listened to your wife weeks ago howard yeah just you know you know make note of the things that your wife asks you to do but whatever before he can run into his own home he remembers ted saying something earlier about How Ted had bought Johnny a Turbo Man doll months ago and And it was nestled nestled safely safely under the tree nestled safely under the tree. (laughs) He's like, oh, I'll show him. And he runs towards Ted's house. Yep.
1: So inside Howard and Liz's house, Liz is explaining to Ted that putting the star on the tree is Howard's job. He's adamant about it. And Ted says, well, it's too bad he's not as adamant
0: about spending time with his family on Christmas Eve. Enhance hands her the star mind your own fucking business ted also all the wives in this cul-de-sac are throwing themselves at you go bone a willing one right so
1: <laughs> howard breaks into ted's house using mm-hmm. a credit card and finds the turbo man doll wrapped in turbo man wrapping paper and he like shakes it to make sure yeah that and it speaks english this one speaks <laughs> english and he makes it out of the house before he's like wait a second He's, he has this, an out loud conversation with himself. What am I doing? <laughs> I'm stealing from a literal child because I dropped the ball. That's messed up. I can't do that. So he goes to put the toy back. But then Ted the reindeer attacks him and chases him through the house. Right. And unfortunately, in the chaos, Balthazar's head went right into the fire. Yeah.
0: Because he has like a nativity scene in his house that is like a full size one. Yeah. yeah. And so poor Balthasar's head gets kicked off and yeah, right into the fire. Yeah. But Howard tricks the reindeer and gets him like locked in the dining room and is about to put the toy back. But then the smoke alarm starts going off because Balthasar's head is creating a lot of smoke in the fire. Yep. Um and so he tries to pull it out but then the rug catches fire and then he grabs a stocking to like smack it and put the fire out and toys are just going flying the whole time it's not working No. he ends up kicking poor Balthazar's head through the front window Yeah. and Ted runs over to see what's going on and he puts it out with his jacket and he's just like Balthazar (laughs) but then Liz also runs out they both look up and they see Howard just standing there in the living room holding this turbo man wrapped package (laughs) <laughs> he just waves
1: at them yeah he's like well I've been caught so Ted and Liz run in the house and Liz is like all right I need you to explain what you're doing in here because you said that you bought Jamie his own turbo man doll weeks ago and Howard says okay let me explain and Liz says I'm tired of listening to your explanations like but you just said right she, it was, she was being rhetorical I guess so but Liz is upset and fed up and is like You know, now our homeowner's insurance is going to have to cover this window that you broke. (laughs) But she says, I'm going to the parade with my son. Ted, Mm -hmm. will you drive us?
0: Yeah. This is the only part where I was like, oh, Liz, that was not the move. You know, it's just a very pointed, like, you know... You know Liz is you not stupid. She Ted knows to, Ted's been trying to try like to move in on her, yeah, yeah, making the eyes at her. I mean, making her uncomfortable, yeah, doing things. And you know, too bad Howard's not adamant about being home with his family. And then she's like, "Ted, will you take us to the like?" Uh, no, girl, that was an overstep. Yeah, but anyway, so then Ted just leaves. There's still a fire in the fireplace that he's like, "I'll just uh, leave this going." So I'm like, score sure sure points with my neighbor's wife. And he, as he walks away, he says, "You can't bench press your way out of this one," okay. which is like. Funny, but also it hasn't come up at any it's, point. They're it, kind of it's they're not, not even, relevant to this yeah, character. Downplay- yeah. He's yeah. like, yes, he's strong because it's Arnold Schwarzenegger, right. but it's not a part of his life at all. It's just like a fact that we ignore, like with Chef Robert Irvine right. or Zach Bacon's, like right. that man is buff and he sells mattresses, and those two things don't have anything to do with each other. Right. It's not part of the character. And then the reindeer attacks him again, and Howard punches it in the face. <sighs> So on the way to the parade, Jamie asks Liz if Howard is going to be at the parade, but she's like, I wouldn't count on it. And then we go back to their house where Howard is sitting outside, getting drunk with the reindeer outside of Jamie's clubhouse. Which I... What? I don't know. Why? Because they got in a fight and so now they respect each other, I guess.
1: I guess, but it's like Howard wasn't doing anything just then like they could have gone to the parade together oh yeah he's he right there stayed he, He's stayed
0: home he's there unless yeah he doesn't explain why he's not going with them well except for liz doesn't want him to go because she's mad at him
1: i guess but like because he could he, just be like no we'll just go together
0: yeah i'll i'll take you
1: yeah i would we'll, like to we go. Will go yeah plus i don't have a car right which they haven't discussed right i hate when that shit happens in movies where it's just like well my car has been destroyed but i won't talk to
0: my wife about it yeah well she doesn't want to hear his explanations she's going to the parade well, I with ted so anyway howard looks through the window of the clubhouse and sees the drawing that jamie made of the three of them and it says it's time i start keeping my promises so now we're going to the parade you could have just gone yep there wasn't any room in ted's car for big old Howard. Oh god. Parade time. The
1: wintertainment parade. Yep. There's a marching band where everybody is dressed like a vinyl Santa. It's Looks cute. very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It's there, squeaky. Yeah. There's some floats with angels. There's a snowman. Lots of parade stuff. Very chaotic. Sometimes the camera is on the ground and sometimes it's up above. And I'm just like, I don't know what's happening. Right. Please stop this. It feels like you know, in a movie when they're trying to get across that the character that you're following is, like, stoned or, like, mm-hmm. drunk. Yeah. That's what it feels like. Yeah. I'm like, is it supposed to be disorienting? Like, what a, What's? What are we doing here? Yeah, I am disoriented. Yeah. yeah. It's worked. I don't know if that was your goal. So, Johnny sees another kid that they know because they're, like, in the car trying to get through traffic. And they're like, hey, there's Owen. Can we go stand with him while you guys park the car? Mm-hmm. And Liz and Ted are like, yeah, sure. Just don't run off. Yeah. And Howard is in a cab trying to get to the parade. But of course, there's a ton of traffic. So he decides to just walk, which makes the most sense to me.
0: Yeah. He knows where it is. You can't miss it. It's very loud. So like just head in that direction. And there's a lot of people headed that way. Yeah. Yeah. So Ted parks the car and is trying to be nice to Liz, but it is weird. He's way overstepping his boundaries Mm -hmm. and... You know, I'm not victim blaming here, but Liz also has not put her foot down at any point to be like, Ted, stop, you know, like quit it. I see what you're doing. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. Or just like, you're making me uncomfortable. She just, you know, he suggests, why don't you take a shower in her own home? And she does instead of being like, no, I'm not doing that. That's weird. Yeah. You know, like she hasn't said anything up till this point. But anyway, he's still being a total creep. Um, But yeah, so it's just getting creepier and creepier. And then Ted finally says, hey, we don't have to hide our feelings anymore. Yeah. And Lid is like Liz is like our feelings, but he's like, you know, I'm the most eligible bachelor, and so many women would kill to be in your shoes right now. And she says, "Well, I'm a lucky, lucky girl." Which again, girl, get like, out of the car. She,
1: yeah, she's trying to just be sarcastic, I guess, but like, it's just, not coming off.
0: Just go, right? Yeah. yeah, be like, well, then you should call one of them yeah. or get out of the car or be like, Ted, you're being a real creep right now. But she doesn't do any of that. No, she's just sitting
1: there listening while he's petting her hair and telling her about the time when he first had feelings for her when she asked him how to marinate tuna. (laughs) And Howard is trying to get to the parade and he runs up and sees this happening, which hopefully he sees the look on Liz's face because she does look disgusted at this point.
0: Right. But it's also far away. If there's any kind of glare, if you're not, you know, you, you didn't take the time to take it in. Also, this whole scene, is this for children? Like, infidelity and creepy, uncomfortable yeah. encounters with men? No. Like, this is a movie about plastic dolls and capitalism. And well, I guess none of it is really for children. Yeah, I guess but, not. But, you know, like, your father disappointing you and getting what you want for Christmas, I guess, is, those are, you know. Yeah, those
1: are relatable themes. But this is, like,
0: ew. And yeah. And too much. Yeah. And I don't like it.
1: So, Howard starts to run towards the car, but of course, he runs into the only cop in town, which he's carrying a drink carrier full of either hot cocoa or coffee. Yeah. And runs into him. Mm-hmm. Howard runs into the cop and he spills his hot drink all over himself. And then back to Ted, who says, Enough talking, and leans in to kiss Liz. And she smacks him on the head with his thermos, which was full of alcohol free eggnog. Yes. <laughs> And so the cop chases after Howard, but they're running through a bunch of school buses Mm -hmm. and he just runs into the back of a school bus. Yeah. Looking where he's going, I guess. Yeah.
0: So then Howard runs just through a random door that he comes across and then is hiding because the cop follows him in there. And so he's like hiding behind a shelf. But then a guy comes up to him and is like, are you the guy? Oh my God, thank God. You know, you're here. We got him people. Let's go. And he shuffles Howard off, explaining the whole time that, you know, we're running late. Don't interrupt me. I got to tell you all this information really fast. Yeah. I know you read the instruction manual that we gave you, but there are some changes and they're very important. So listen up. And the whole time he's talking, a bunch of people are like taking off Howard's clothes and putting him into this like very uncomfortable looking. Yeah. Turbomancy. Right. And of course, you know, Howard does not have the instruction manual. He's like, what are you talking about? He's like, don't interrupt me. We're we're still going. Yeah. The microphone will change your voice. So you sound like Turboman. Okay, you're good to go. Get out of here. And then he says, thanks for filling in last minute. What happened to Pete was a total freak accident. And we know we got it all worked out. Plus, Pete showed some brain activity this morning. So that's good. Anyway, have a good time. Bye. Yep. Good luck. Yike. Yeah. So they send him off. And then we see there's a guy playing Booster who's sitting there chain smoking. And he's like, thank Christ you finally showed up. I'm so sweaty. Who is that guy? Uh, He's just in everything. I forget his name. He just looked really familiar. Yeah. He's one of those dudes that's like in everything if there's a cop like a procedural cop show he's in it yeah he does a lot of voice work yeah they wanted gilbert Gottfried for this role well he
1: for a second i was like he didn't sound like gilbert Gottfried, but he sounded like a guy trying to do gilbert Gottfried. he is
0: exactly that they okay. wanted him to like they wanted gilbert Gottfried, but then i forget why they didn't do it he's too small or something oh and so they were like do your best gilbert Gottfried impression well. which i was like I knew what he was going for, so I guess, I guess it works. But he also just kind of sounds like this all the time anyway. Yeah. So I was like, he has a very distinctive voice. Just let him be himself. Anyway, so Howard gets shoved into a box yeah. and he finally realizes what's happening yeah. because he is dressed as Turbo Man and they race him up and he's on the float.
1: Yeah. He's having so much fun. He's waving at all the kids. Yeah, it is really cute. He's like, oh, I could get into this. Yeah. And he like really starts to smile and wave and. He's posing, he's you know,
0: doing little salutes and stuff. He's being such a cute little himbo. Yeah in this scene. I know. So then so Jamie's like, Look, Mom, it's Turbo Man. And he's yeah, saluting the kids, makes eye contact with Jamie and they salute each other, which is very cute. Yeah. And then we see the two MCs of the parade saying, you know, in just a minute, Turbo Man is going to select a lucky kid from the crowd to receive a special edition Turbo Man doll. Yeah. And it comes up on its own little platform out of the float and Howard picks it up and it's just like, Yes! The answer <laughs> to my prayers. This is all
1: I've wanted. Uh the two MCs are like local news anchors. And one of them has a normal name and the other one is named Gale Force. Yeah. The weatherman's name is Gale.
0: Yeah. Why? I don't know.
1: It seems weird to just do one.
0: Yeah. If they'd have given her a name that was like synonymous with like current events or something, yeah. you know, then it would have made more sense. But it's just weird that it's just one of his them. name's Gale Force. Yeah. Okay. Plus, like,
1: I've never met a man named Gale. I haven't either. So That's strange. So Booster is kind of giving howard some tips as they're going along like hey you need to do this hey did you forget about this hey watch out for that yeah and he's like um you better look alive because dementor is going to be flying down any minute right though we get this little cut scene of (laughs) dementor getting like snatched out of frame and then like some red tinsel yeah and we're like oh what's happening Mm mm-hmm And then Booster says, pick a kid already. Right, quit hamming it up up there. So he points to Jamie. And Jamie and Johnny are both like, no, he's pointing at me. And the controls on the mic get turned on. And he points at Jamie and he says, Jamie. Yeah. (laughs) And Jamie is freaking out. Of course. And so is Liz. Yeah. He says, come on up here, Jamie. Which I know he's wearing a costume. Yeah. But he still has his voice.
0: Yeah, well... I. I think they're trying to do a thing that's, like, they didn't change it for us, but for everyone else, it sounds different, which I wish they'd have just changed it for everybody. Like, yeah. had, like, a very clearly, like, vocoder-type, like, scream.
1: Yeah. But even the, the cadence of the way that he right. says things is different.
0: Yeah. I guess it's just, you don't, you're not expecting it at all, so yeah. it doesn't even, like, enter into your brain as a possibility. So. But, yeah, they should have changed his voice, because it's, like... It sounds just like him. Yeah. But so Jamie runs up there onto the float, which seems dangerous. I know it's not moving at this time, but nobody helps him up there. Like, he just, just, I don't know. So then we see the guy who was dressed as Dementor up on the roof has been tied up and (gasps) someone has stolen his suit. No, Jamie gets up there. He gets the doll and he says to Howard, how did you know my name? And Howard slowly is like, well, Jamie... It's, it's because <laughs> I'm
1: your fa. Right.
0: But then there's a grappling hook and Dementor ah. comes down and it's Myron, of course. And the whole crowd is like, boo. Because we didn't mention it at the top, but Dementor is the bad guy. The bad guy yeah. from the Turbo Man show. With the, Obviously, with the, you guys You can see his out. brain. Yeah, it's very crying. It is, yeah. Um, and
1: Myron says, give me the doll and no one gets hurt. But Howard puts it in Jamie's backpack. Mm-hmm. And booster is like what are you doing like we rehearsed this what you're doing everything wrong right but then myron punches booster off the float he <laughs> says shut up booster no one likes you <laughs> yeah. and then so he falls booster falls off of the float onto the ground and a bunch of kids run over and there's like we
0: hate you booster <laughs> like punching him it's like oh, damn. his soft pink body i know that's pretty terrible so Jamie runs away and Myron is chasing him and grabs him. Yeah. And Howard's just standing there, like letting all of this happen. And it, finally, once Myron grabs Jamie, he's like, hey, leave that kid alone. Yeah, And then Myron uses his little detachable fist like he has in the show and punches him in the face. And he's like, oh, that's tight. <laughs> But then Howard gets back up and Jamie's like, use your discs. You know, you have special Turbo Man things. And Turbo Man hits him with the turbo discs and he goes down. Yeah. But then all the little demon team comes out, which are Dementor's henchmen. Yeah. And they're like... They look like tiny Power Rangers. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. But they're like fighting, which they're very like, this is choreographed. Why are you punching back? You know, stop. We practice this. But Howard does not know this. No, he doesn't. He's trying to save his son. Right. And then Jamie kicks Myron in the balls and runs off. We had to get one ball kick in the the 90s movie. Yep. Yep. But Myron chases him through the crowd and no one is concerned about this because they're like, it's all part of the show. But it's like, do you really think that this random child is like, I guess he is an actor so children can be actors but it just seems i don't feel
1: like even if that was the script the script would just be dementor and turbo man fighting yeah dementor chasing a small child through a crowd right that's not
0: especially because in his microphoned voice howard keeps going myron leave him alone myron what are you doing here and it's like somebody should be like who's myron who the fuck is myron So it's, I mean, it's very clearly not part of the show, but whatever. Liz is like, what is happening? Yeah. And chases after Jamie, which a cop tries to stop her. And she's like, ma'am, it's all part of the show. And she's like, that's my son. He's definitely not a part of this. I would have known something. Something is wrong.
1: Mm -hmm. So Jamie finds a ladder and starts climbing up the side of a building. Yeah. And Howard finally picks up one of the demon team guys, throws him into the other guys knocks them all down like a bunch of bowling pins but jamie is so far away at this point what can he do until the mc lady is like fly turbo man use your jetpack and he's like oh <laughs> shit i have a jetpack A what and then he says it's turbo time." right probably not necessary to make the jetpack work but you never know it's not I'm, voice I activated mean, it could be he doesn't know and then he just flips like crazy like way 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 up into the air yeah and then just shuts it off. Yeah. And then falls to his death. Yeah. I mean, almost. But then he flies around some more. It takes him forever to figure out the controls.
0: Yeah, it's a weird scene. And also, it's just way too fast for a human being to move yeah. your body. Like, and if it's we had this safe, technology... People would know. Yeah. They wouldn't just be like, haha, for the float.
1: Yeah. We only use this for jokes. Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so he reaches out for jamie because like they've he's climbed all the way up onto a roof where there's a big like metal i don't know how to describe it it's like the shape of a christmas tree it's like a scaffolding yeah
1: yeah but it's like flat scaffolding that has been decorated like a christmas tree yeah yeah
0: so he's climbed all the way up and myron has also climbed all the way up there of course And so, yeah, he flies past Jamie and reaches out for him, but he misses. And then he flies through the parade again, runs into a banner, gets very dizzy, flies through an apartment where we see a family staunchly ignoring the parade because they're too Christian for it. Yeah. And then he runs smack into a wall, which would kill him. Right. No, he slowed down first. Sure. And then this big tree that Jamie and Myron have climbed up on falls down. So now they are dangling like stories above the road yeah hanging off of it jamie yells for turbo man to use his turbo rang which he does which misses myron the first time around of course myron grabs the doll but then it comes back hits him they fall fortunately into the back of a big float with a nice big soft
1: box yeah and And he he does have the doll in his hands and he is very excited until a bunch of cops including motorcycle man Mm -hmm. point their guns at him yeah and in that moment jamie loses his grip and starts to fall and Howard flies up and catches him.
0: Yeah. Liz does not look worried enough. No. She's like, oh, phew. It's like, she should faint. Like, You're... she should be absolutely freaking out. Yeah,
1: your child is about to die.
0: Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. And she knows that Turbo Man is not real. This is just a man. Like, yeah. I mean, hopefully jetpack trained, but you know, he's not a superhero. Not after what he's we've an all actor. just seen. Yeah, he just learned how to use it. He didn't even know he had it. Yeah. Yeah anyway she's yeah she's not nearly enough and then but Jamie he wasn't worried because he says thanks turbo man I knew you'd save me oh and they fly around a bit together and then they land together and Johnny is honestly like adorably gracious he's like this is so awesome yeah it's Cute. Just happy yeah. for his friend which I like and Howard takes Jamie back to Liz and she says, thank you. You have no idea what he means to me, which is a weird thing to say. It's a very weird thing to say That's about your child. Your child. I think anybody would kind of
1: get it. Yeah. You know. But, you know, Turbo Man says, oh, I know. Mm-hmm. And then Jamie gets excited because he's like, oh, mom, did you see that? Oh. And then, but then he suddenly gets sad because he's like, oh, dad wasn't here to see anything. And it's all my fault because I yelled at him on the phone.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But Howard says, "Jamie, your dad is not mad at you. He loves you more than anything in the whole wide world. You're his favorite person." And Jamie says, "How do you know all that?" And Howard says, "Well, who would know better than me?" And he pulls off his helmet, and Jamie's like, "Dad!" And Liz is like, "Howard!" And I honestly got a little teary-eyed in this moment. Yeah, of him just like pulling off his helmet and being like, "It's me, your dad, Jamie. I'm here." So proud like, of oh himself too. Yeah, it's just cute because yeah, you're saying he's peak himbo right now, yeah. and he's just like. I did it. And Jamie's so happy to see him. And And nobody's mad at him. Liz is like, Howard? Right. Howard. Okay. He always
1: looks like that. Right. (laughs) He's a buff man. You've seen him naked. He's your husband. (laughs) At least Now he's just wearing plastic. What?
0: (laughs) But he apologizes. It's the plastic that's doing it. Oh. He apologizes for neglecting them and promises not to do it anymore. And then Ted wanders up glasses askew covered, covered in eggnog. Egg he's like, Johnny, what's happening? And Johnny's like, Jamie's dad is Turbo Man. He's like, oh, fuck, we gotta go. And then he, Johnny says, Dad, why do you smell like bark? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so then a motorcycle cop brings the doll up to Jamie and he's like, this belongs to you because they got it, you know, away from yeah. Myron. And then he's like, hey, Turbo Man, because Howard is, has Turned his away. back to him. Yeah. We could use a guy like you on the force. And then Howard turns around and is like, thanks i'll keep that in mind oh ink sorry about your bike and the coffee and the bus and the bomb <laughs> and the cop is just like oh no it's that guy but what can he do about it he's turbo man. he's turbo man. so the cops take myron away and he's just upset what am i supposed to tell my son because you know he was trying to get the turbo man doll for his yeah. kid the whole time but jamie says wait and he runs over and gives his very special one-of-a-kind turbo man doll to myron and says merry christmas yeah Which is so sweet
1: yeah, and then Howard is like, But Jamie, I thought you wanted this doll more than anything. Yeah. He says, What do I need the doll for? I got the real Turbo Man at home. I mean,
0: they're probably not gonna let him keep the suit. I mean, I don't know. Everything's fucking wild. That's true. What's they gonna do if he walks off with he's getting the jetpack. They're just he's like, Nope. <laughs> Come catch me, you can't i don't know but jamie keeps going that's my dad (laughs) (laughs) because the crowd just comes over and picks howard up yeah and starts to carry him him away (laughs) because he's the hero and he's like like, that's my dad and she's like that's my husband but there he goes he's gone now i just realized he's hot (laughs) i haven't looked at him in eight years (laughs) the end just kidding there's an end credit scene, which I didn't I stick didn't around to watch. It. Yeah. it was just until I was doing research. People were like, and the end credit scene. I was like, the what? So I looked it up on YouTube. It's 44 seconds long. It's just, we see Howard putting the star on his tree and he's like, there we go. There it is. And then it's still Christmas Eve. It's the longest day ever. Yeah, oh especially God. for it being like. Is it still light minute- out? Yeah. Oh my God. It's like getting kind of dark. But I mean, even like all the shit that Howard goes through. Yeah. Yeah. And then still manages to get home and then the parade is like, what time did he leave? Even if he left early in the morning, the sun is up. I don't know. No, he left at like 8.30, whatever, because he
1: gets to the toy store at like 8.58. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's It's a very long day. It's a
0: very long day. Very sunny. Um... But anyway, she's just like, I've been thinking you went through so much to get Jamie what he wanted. And it makes me wonder, what did you get me? And then it zooms in on his face because he's panicking because yeah. he didn't get her anything because he's actually the worst.
1: Well, he could just put the Turbo Man suit back on, I guess. <laughs> he's like, uh, I saved your son. Yeah. You're yeah. welcome. He was really important to you. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. He
0: just picks Jamie up. Got you this. S- still alive. <laughs> Not mad at me. You're welcome. Yeah, I planned it. I planned to put our son in danger oh it's a real slippery slope you got to be careful how you explain yeah so anyway the end the end replay rewind no
1: thank you yeah i'm okay uh i i have a question also sure why the fuck is it called jingle all the way Uh, it has nothing to do with the movie named after the song there's no there's no reference to that song. I don't think the song is even in the movie. It is. A couple times. He's Is it the credit song?
0: Well, he's humming it and the little music box where they think is a oh, bomb yeah. is playing okay. it. It just kinda shows up like in what he mean?
1: It but it does it doesn't have anything to do no. with the plot. It's whatsoever. just a Christmassy thing to say. Yeah. Well, I hate that. Yeah, it bothers me.
0: Yeah. Uh did it make you cry? Nay. No, I didn't cry. I was just like, oh Yeah, it felt a little like, he oh. saved every He saved a yeah. day and everybody's happy. So it came out November 22nd, 1996. It had a budget of $75 million. It made $129.8 million. Okay. So it did all right for itself. It is yeah. a 19 on Rotten Tomatoes, which feels a little harsh. Yeah, I did have fun while I, I was watching it. I would it. give it like a 35. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not good. No. But below 20 is too mean.
1: Yeah, that seems harsh.
0: I agree. It's not, it's not unbearable. No. Yeah. Uh, Roger Ebert gave it two and a half stars. Oh, interesting. He kind of whined about it a little bit, but he, mostly he was like, you know, it's fun, whatever. Kids will love it. He ends his review saying, I liked a lot of the movie, which is genial and has a lot of energy, but I was sort of depressed by its relentlessly materialistic view of Christmas and by the choice to go with action and mild violence over dialogue and plot audiences will like it, I am sure, but I have to raise my hand in reluctant dissent and ask, please, sir, may we have some more goodwill among men? Even turbo men? Shut (laughs) up! Shut the fuck up, Roger Ebert, You insufferable windbag. (laughs) Even turbo men? Okay, you are so pleased with yourself that you penned that quippy little... I can't believe he didn't mention the Power Rangers. He might have. I just kept the part that
1: was... You know, yeah, relevant, yeah, insufferable.
0: It is interesting that I mean, this was obviously modeled after the cabbage patch doll craze Mm -hmm. of the 80s, yeah, but this is a month before, like, you know, while they're making this Mm -hmm. and while it came out, the tickle me elmo shit was all happening. Oh, so they like perfectly modeled this thing that hadn't happened quite yet, you know, of like people getting trampled and like, yeah, people died for tickle me elmo, yeah, absolutely wild. So, I I mean, it had happened with the cabbage patch dolls, but.
1: Yeah, I feel like it was worse. Yeah. Tickle me, almost.
0: Yep. Well, and we talked about it. And if you guys want to hear, you know, our little synopsis about it, it was last year at Christmas. We talked about all that going on. So Sinbad obviously improvised a lot of his lines because he's a comedian and he did a really good job. He did. He's very funny. And he, he, his character
1: is so annoying. Yeah. But I did like him. Yeah. And I loved all of his, like, his, like. References to racism, yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was
0: one well, of his little things, like when he, um, when they find out that he wasn't really holding a bomb when yeah. they're in the DJ booth, and he's like, "I'm sorry, it's just you know the four digit uh, area codes been rolled or zip codes have been rolled out, and I'm yeah. really stressed about yeah. it." And then yeah, I don't know, he's just making shit up, you know. Don't punch me, I have sickle cell anemia. <laughs> yeah, literally, <was> <laughs> like all the shit that he's saying. <laughs> Um, but so Arnold had to, like, improvise right back, which he did. And I think he did a pretty good yeah. job. You know, their back and forth seems really natural. Yeah. Um, so it was really good. The director really wanted Joe Pesci in the role of Myron Larrabee, oh. which would have been interesting. But they were like, he's too short. Yeah. He couldn't fill in for a Dementor at the end. You know, it right. would be, like, way obvious like, yeah. that that's yeah, not Sinbad where he's supposed to be. And Arnold are, like, the same height. Yeah. Yeah. He's actually a little bit taller, is which he? is crazy. Yeah. But it was Arnold Schwarzenegger who suggested Sinbad. Oh. He was like, no, he's great. Like, you know, he's, I like him. He should come, you know, be a part of this. And Sinbad was like busy during the auditions, but he was like, I I would, I would like to do it. And they were like, okay, it's, you can come try out. And they let him. And he got the part. That's great. So I, there's not a lot of information on IMDB about this movie, which is why I didn't put a lot of trivia like in the Yeah, in the outline. The outline. But I found an article that was written by one of the women who worked as a location scout for the movie that I thought was really cute. It was yeah. on um like CBS News slash Minnesota. Okay, so it was, like they're specific. Yeah. It was very like specific to the, the twin cities. Affiliate, yeah. But some of the information in there was really cute so they wanted to film they chose to film the movie in minnesota because arnold schwarzenegger loves mall of america and he just wanted to go there and they're like okay love how many movies with
1: arnold i feel like i guess we've only covered two yeah but the other one was like has to have access to a whole ass gym the whole time yeah like we're just catering to
0: this man yeah (laughs) whatever he wants he's gonna get it but he seems like a very nice person oh yeah you know so i mean i'm i'm that's fine whatever sure so they went and scouted the location they're like yeah this will be perfect for this movie but then they start telling this woman who scouted the location and healy shapiro is her name they're like well we're probably gonna shoot in april or may and she was like you know that we do have summer in minnesota yeah. right like it doesn't snow all the time yeah and they're like sure but if any location was gonna have snow in april it'll be twin cities you know minnesota and she was like it's not gonna fucking snow no it never snows in april and then first day of filming she's like we had a freak blizzard it was huge There's snow everywhere so then she said we had to go out and spend the day melting the snow with a fire truck because we knew we weren't gonna be able to keep this level of snow for the rest of shooting God. so we had to have something that we could keep consistent yeah so i was like one you wanted snow but then oh too much snow and two why don't you just film the inside scenes while you wait for the snow to melt yeah it's springtime it won't take that long or just film all of the outside scenes where the
1: snow is there's that much snow right yeah it was just so does like i fucking
0: hate hollywood they're like well we couldn't we had to go waste all this water and time and resources to melt the snow to get it exactly where we wanted it which is like half of this movie is indoors yeah just film those scenes it's fine you idiots because then you know they made like more snow because it had to be christmasy in minnesota but not too so stupid (laughs) anyway there was also a part where they were filming in the mall of america and arnold just started smoking a cigar and they were like i mean he can't do that but which one of us is gonna tell him and then they're like we're not gonna we'll just let him it's fine and apparently he's such a huge cigar fan and then it caused some of the other actors to be like well he's got cigars all the time i'll smoke a cigar with him that they worked sixty thousand dollars into the budget of the movie just for cigars for the actors oh my god which is ridiculous also when they found the location for arnold's house in the suburbs and told all the neighbors like hey we're gonna be doing this long establishing shot of him driving home you know after he misses the karate thing pulling into his driveway just don't You know, you guys can stay in your houses and kind of watch what we're doing, but don't be having dinner parties. Don't be bringing other people over. She's like, we get there for shooting. Every single person is having a dinner party and they're all standing in their house, like up against the glass, you know, like watching what's happening. She's like, this is ridiculous. They called all their friends. Also, (laughs) they just kind of descended on this suburban neighborhood and Arnold had five trailers just for himself. He didn't want to take any chances with the gym this time. He brought one with him. He had his cook, had his own trailer. His assistant had his own trailer. He had a workout gym. He had a hair and makeup trailer. And then he had a trailer just for hanging out. (laughs) This is my sitting trailer. Yeah. Just go in there and sit. I'm not getting my hair done. So I don't need to go in there. I'm not hungry. So I need a separate trailer for just sitting in. Yeah. So he had one. So she's like, we just showed up in this like, you know, suburban neighborhood with five semi trucks. Be like, these are for Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. So absolutely ridiculous. That's so funny. I don't think I've ever seen Phil Hartman in anything. I don't I did not recognize him. I do not know who this man is. He has done voice act like a ton of voice acting. Yeah, he's yeah. in the Simpsons. Yeah. Which also the lady that uh Myron chokes in front of the doll store. Yeah. She that's your uh, Yardley Smith who voices Lisa Simpson. Oh nice, yeah. But um yeah, I was reading up about him and I did not realize he was murder suicided by his wife yeah which is really upsetting it is really sad and then john lovett's like slammed andy dick's head into a bar top because of it <gasps> because he was like you're the one who got Bryn, his wife back into doing cocaine and then she was also on zoloft and she was drinking and she had a meltdown and it's all your fault oh my god and Andy dick's like, no it's not oh, shit. <laughs> you know like he denies having any like It's just, yeah, it's really messy. Like, John Lovitz and Andy Dick got into two very public fights about this, and that was one of them where he, like, yeah. Just, um,
1: just a big, huge mess. So, anyway. I don't know that whole... Like, I knew that much, Mm -hmm. you know, that it was a murder-suicide, but...
0: Yeah. I don't know
1: all the details.
0: Yeah, I guess she'd been out with a friend and drinking, and she came home, and the two of them had, like, a heated argument, and then he went to bed, and she, like, shot him in his sleep. Yeah. And then... She went and got a friend and was like, "I shot my husband," and he was like, "I don't believe you." Uh, and she was like, "Well, you can come back to my house and see." And so he was like, "Okay." And then on the way home, she called another friend, and then the first friend got to their house and called nine one one, and then she locked herself in the bathroom and shot herself. The fuck? Yeah, it was a mess. Damn. Yeah. I don't know. It was, it was very a lot. sad. Yeah. Yikes. Big yikes. And just I don't know. It's really sad. This is sad um there's also a sequel i don't know how to segue from one thing to another so anyway rest <laughs> in peaceful hartman sorry that that happened to you there's also a sequel to this movie called jingle all the way Two, which is even worse and it's got larry the cable guy and he's competing with his daughter's new stepdad to try and get her this toy that she really wants but the new stepdad is going out of his way to like thwart every effort that larry the cable guy makes He's like, oh, I got a bead on these. It's like a talking plush, like, teddy bear that she oh, wants. Oh, yeah. And he's like, oh, I got a bead on him, And the guy goes and, like, buys them all and sticks them in a warehouse or something. So he, it's not even like we're both trying for the same thing. He's just Being trying to make sure he doesn't get them so yeah. that the stepdaughter will love him more. I don't know. It looked really stupid. I can't believe they didn't
1: call it jingle even further. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. The, I don't know. Jingle all the way. Some more. too. Two. <laughs> To wear. Jingle all the way to Dad's. <laughs> to wear. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's stupid. This one it just it's fine. Yeah. It's not worth making a sequel out of. No. It doesn't need another one. It's just we get too it. Chaotic. Yeah.
1: And you don't really get the impression, like I know they say it a lot, but it's like we only see him be at work for like three minutes. Yeah, they're needed to be more it it isn't established very well you know he seems like a really good dad from what we see
0: yeah he just i mean i guess they say it and that's really all we need you know is that he's been like you're never anything you missed the parade the last two years you're always working but
1: i don't know i just i know that always working is like not great Mm -hmm. but it's not the worst sin yeah of absent fathers that we have seen that's true in other movies in this time period that's true. You know, like, Jim Carrey was, like, fucking his boss. Scott Calvin was, like, having parties.
0: Yeah. This guy was just, like... Intentionally
1: ignoring his child. Yeah, he's, like, doing his best. Right. But he also... They have a really nice, expensive house, like... Yeah, and I don't think she has a job. I it mean, that's never mentioned. seem like it, so. so... Somebody has to go to work. Yeah. He's
0: gotta make the money.
1: Yeah. I don't know. It's just, like, he's not doing anything bad. I don't know. It just is, like...
0: Yeah, it's... They it's the exact same concept from hook but it's way better executed in hook where it's like he misses his baseball game but he doesn't seem to care right whereas like in this one he's just like yeah i can totally make it he just is um more he's kind of dumb yeah and has way more confidence in his own abilities to get everything done on time it's not like i'd rather be at work right yeah and, yeah, and that's and why I missed your game. His, he doesn't have, like, a
1: huge ego about work either, like right. in Hook. yeah. Where it's, like, Robin Williams' character is like, but I'm such a good lawyer. I can, you know, mm-hmm. just fix anything with money. Yes. It's like, Howard knows the value of family and, like, love and spending time with your kid and, you know. Yeah. I don't know.
0: I agree. I mean, I understand, you know, the disappointment of, like, you said you were going to be there. You always say you're going to be there and you didn't show up again. Yeah. That's all that he really cares about. I
1: mean, speaking of grand gestures though, turned himself into Turbo Man. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we nailed it on the theme.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, he didn't know he was gonna be Turbo Man, but then he did. And then he, you know, saving your son from uh splattered on the pavement death, pretty grand. Yeah, and I think I it, would say.
1: Yeah, was a good one.
0: Yeah. For sure all right well
1: that's that movie that's it that's the end of it thank goodness
0: <laughs> yeah if this is your favorite movie i'm sorry and also i'm sorry like there's <laughs> others yeah it's just not that you should watch something else
1: yeah i mean i think maybe if i had watched it a bunch as a kid i could understand like the nostalgia maybe because there are a lot of cute little like like sinbad's character is really funny
0: i know but i think we think he's so funny because we're adults maybe he's, like yeah. his jokes are all like I don't know who Tina and Ike Turner were when that's I was true. a child you yeah. know it's funny well it's kind of funny now R. it's R. not P. really funny no but um you know yeah his those his jokes are for adults and they would have gone way over my head so like so. the most ad- enjoyable part for this movie for me now I'm like I wouldn't have, I don't think I would have gotten it that's true yeah I
1: don't know I don't know me neither let us know if you know sure if you know anything, let us know. <laughs> We'd love to know anything. <laughs> uh, you can reach us on Instagram at Podcast or at Gmail, replayrewindpodcast at gmail.com. You can listen to our other episodes, which are equally as good as this one, <laughs> uh, on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Google, and all the other ones. Anywhere fine podcasts are given away for free.
0: Hell yeah. Just hand it out. Like so many samples. In a food court. <laughs> if you want to f- help us financially, you can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Replay Rewind Podcast, and you can check out all our bonus episodes. Every month we do a movie made for grown-ups. This month we're doing Die Hard because it's a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas movie. Plus, you know, <laughs> movie that takes place at Christmas, big muscly action guy. Yeah, that's it all works. you need. Yeah, there is. Well, we'll get into it when we talk about that. <laughs> anyway, it's over there. You can go listen to it. There's also all kinds of other fun stuff going on over there. Sometimes we make up new movies or we take two movies and we mash them together. It's a lawless place. You should check it out. Or you can go to our coffee page, ko-fi.com slash replay, rewind podcast, and get physical merchandise like pins and stickers and magnets. It's too late for Christmas, but you know what? They're quality, quality gifts. It's never too late if you're like, look, I'm sorry it's late, but... <laughs> yeah it's this sick ass magnet uh, that I got for you. the supply chain yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know the mail's crazy this time of year yeah. i saw my mailman he was fighting with a bodybuilder <laughs> in the street so that's why i didn't get my stuff anyway that's over there go check it out
1: mail just
0: out willy
1: dilly yeah. into
0: the road <laughs> he used his package to get out of a or an arrest yeah who knows what's happening these days times are crazy um that's about it if you want to support us but not with your money then just like and subscribe share with your friends comment rate etc do all the internet things that you know how to do we love when you do those things yeah that's about it in the meantime stay fresh mailbags that you keep carrying around for some reason just set it down set it down and don't forget to
1: reduce reuse recycle replay and rewind